0: Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Under God and together, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. And we will make America great again. Brothers and sisters, it is always great to be with you here on Praying for America, pro-life leader Frank Pavone. I head Priests for Life, which, uh, as you may know, is one of the largest pro-life groups in the world. If you're not familiar with us, go to our main website, endabortion.us. It is good to be here. I want to talk a little bit about the presidential race for uh, 2024, some encouraging um, dynamics. I want to talk a little bit more about RFK Jr. He's taking more votes away from uh, Biden, uh, polling indicates, than uh, from uh, Trump and with Cornell West in the mix too, that that continues the same trend, um, but he may think he's going to take more votes away from Trump. And just in case there's a single voter out there who might be considering uh, voting for RFK Jr. instead of uh, instead of for the Republican uh, candidate, well, I got some uh, messaging for you here from. Uh, from the Republican National Committee that you might find interesting. Then I want to talk a little bit about something that's going on on the the abortion front that is very important for us to keep in mind. So a lot of different things to cover, and uh, we pray over the news here. We don't just comment on it. Let's start with the Word, as we always do. I want to go to Psalm 101. Psalm 101. Let's pray that together in the presence of God. I will sing of steadfast love and justice to you, O Lord, I will make music. I will ponder the way that is blameless, O when will you come to me? I will walk with integrity of heart within my house. I will not set before my eyes anything that is worthless. I hate the work of those who fall away, it shall not cling to me. A perverse heart shall be far from me, I will know nothing of evil. Whoever slanders his neighbor secretly I will destroy. Whoever has a haughty look and an arrogant heart I will not endure. I will look with favor on the faithful in the land that they may dwell with me. He who walks in the way that is blameless shall minister to me. No one who practices deceit shall dwell in my house. No one who utters lies shall continue before my eyes. Morning by morning I will destroy all the wicked in the land cutting off all evildoers from the city of the Lord." Let us pray. Lord God, your word is filled with love for truth and honesty and calls for hatred of deceit, slander, calumny, trying to ruin people's reputation, trying to spread lies, Your word stands against that, Lord God, with all its strength. So inspire our fellow citizens. Inspire us with a love for truth. Inspire us, Lord God, with a commitment to abolishing and counteracting falsehoods especially perpetrated through our system of justice in America, manipulated, used against the purposes for which it was established. Lord God, bless us as we go forward in this nation that we may indeed be rooted in truth and integrity. We pray through Christ our risen Lord. Amen. Police State. Policestatefilm.net. Have you seen Police State? The movie by Dinesh D'Souza. I want to mention that because today, Tuesday, October 25th, is the second day that it is, uh, I'm sorry, today is the 24th. I'm saying tomorrow. Uh, which is Wednesday the 25th, it's going to be again in the studios. It was, it was in the studios last uh, yesterday, uh, the 23rd, uh, released just on these two days in studios, and then uh, will be on the 27th, on Friday, the virtual release of this film. Uh, so once again, the uh, policestatefilm.net is where you can go to get uh, tickets. They've been quickly quickly selling. Uh, and what this film does, it's a Dinesh D'Souza film. Dan Bongino was very much involved in uh, producing it as well. Is It shows how the justice system in America has been weaponized against pro-life people, people of faith, conservatives, MAGA people, President Trump himself, all his supporters, and and uh, people he has relied on, his attorneys, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You've got the FBI raiding people's homes, including President Trump's home. And uh, this is not America. This has no resemblance to what our founders left us. Police state is a key tool for this election. A lot of great tools are coming out to be used in this election. To be used to inform ourselves and our fellow citizens, police state is one of them. Watch this film. If you don't see it in, in uh, if you didn't see it yesterday in theaters, or if you can't see it tomorrow in theaters, well, I urge you to do so if you can. Uh, get it online. The uh, premiere coming out on uh, Friday, the twenty-seventh. And now, of course, you know, using that from now throughout this election year. Uh, that we have now in front of us. We have a, just about a one exact year to get the job done to save America. This is, a, this is a rapidly closing window of time that we have to get back on the right track. Okay, Policestatefilm.net. So there's some 15 million people, Dick Morris was saying this the other day, who voted for Biden, and they're going to vote for Trump this time. Good news, it's about translates into about 12%. About 12% of people who said they voted for Biden are now saying they're gonna vote for Trump. But going in the opposite direction, you might say, well, aren't there some Trump voters that might vote for Biden? Well, to the tune of 2%, 2%. It's clear where the advantage is here. Uh, in this uh, polling that uh, Mr. Morris um, was commenting on. Now, RFK Jr. in the race, people debate, who's that going to help? He's declared as an independent. Who's that going to help? It isn't going to help Biden. So let me, um, as I mentioned uh, already on this program, Cornel West plus uh, RFK Jr. in the race uh, as independents. This is going to draw about, as things appear now, five to seven points uh, away from uh, Biden. That's it. That's significant. But the Republican National Committee, I noticed the other day, I just want to share some of this with you, uh, put out a rather detailed memo that says radical Democrat RFK Jr., make no mistake. RFK Jr. is just another liberal who wants to ban fossil fuels, raise taxes, and pass a Green New Deal. Now, obviously, a lot of the things he's saying are appealing to people in certain ways that they don't hear the left saying. Fair enough. But listen to some of these facts. Now running under the guise of being an independent, he's just another radical far-left Democrat. Voted for Biden in 2020. He has described himself as an old Kennedy Democrat. He has donated to Democrats since 1985, including to Obama's 2007 uh, uh, in 2007 to Obama's uh, first campaign. Repeatedly endorsed Hillary Clinton in 2000 for the Senate seat in New York, in 2007 for president, and in 2016 for president. Uh, by the way, how did that how did that go, uh, Hillary? How how that how that turn out? Kennedy is a self-proclaimed huge admirer of none other than the disgraceful Bernie Sanders. I feel like, you know, when I say these names sometimes, I've got to wash out my mouth with soap or something. Kennedy called notorious anti-Semite Louis Farrakhan a truly great partner. What, what, what planet do these people come from? It's like an alternate universe, isn't it? I mean, it's like, it's like we're talking about... It's not like we're talking about America here. It's like we're talking about some kind of science fiction thing going on. You know, where there's a, I don't know, what is it? Like this alternate reality just on the other side of the air molecules that are going What's going on here? I think mean, people have, say these things. I can't. 2005, Kennedy implied that Republicans are stupid, calling them misinformed because they believe in God and don't read the New York Times. I am not making this up. He's an energy radical who wants to end fossil fuels. Fiercely anti-drilling, anti-fracking, anti-fossil fuels. In 2012, he called the ability for towns to eliminate fracking a victory for democracy and environment. 2014, lauded New York Governor Andrew Cuomo for banning fracking, calling it bold leadership. 2015, endorsed, uh, there he is again, Bernie the Clown Sanders planned to curb U.S. fossil fuel extraction, saying, hashtag, keep it in the ground. 2015, Kennedy applauded Obama's decision to cancel a fossil fuel auction. Again, tweeting, hashtag, keep it in the ground. 2016, Kennedy highlighted San Francisco's decision to ban fossil fuel extraction. 2016, Kennedy said the only safe fracking regulation is a ban. 2017, he called for fracking to be banned in Ireland and celebrated Maryland's ban on fracking. 2019, Kennedy called for a ban on new fossil fuel infrastructure in New York. And just a few matter of weeks ago, he promised, I will ban fracking, with his campaign only walking it back after intense criticism. I right, got to kind of be clear there with the American people. He supports divesting from fossil fuels, imposing a tax on carbon emissions and the elimination of subsidies. He called China's 2015 carbon cap and trade commitment revolutionary. He has opposed the Keystone pipeline for years, even getting arrested outside the White House while protesting the project. He believes climate change is, quote, the cost that we're paying for our long time, deadly addiction to coal and oil. There you go. The climate change mythology. Maybe the Greek mythology. I studied in school the Greek mythology. No way, guys, this is the Greek mythology of our day. No offense to Greece. Climate change. Kennedy tried to get ExxonMobil banned from doing business in New York and believes that big oil companies should be given the death penalty. He has called AOC's Green New Deal huge and important. Yes, hugely foolish and important for giving a good examples of stupidity. Kennedy has been a critic of the U.S. uh, military, saying if a foreign foreign government contaminated our country, like the Department of Defense has, it would be considered an act of war. And he's been a huge supporter of the absolutely disastrous Paris climate agreement. I don't see anybody who care how anybody who cares about America can be in favor of that stupid agreement. And then he has just overall embraced the Democrat agenda. This is RFK Jr., everybody. Some people, a little more moderate or independent, might be interested in voting for this guy. Not if you oppose the radical Democrats, you don't. He believes that the NRA is a terror group. He spoke against the Supreme Court decision banning colleges from using affirmative action by saying the effects of racist policies going back centuries are now self-perpetuating. His stance on abortion, the issue I deal with on a full-time basis is, quote, in line with today's Democrat party. Wow, talk about a bad policy. This is baby killing. He said there should be no federal ban. There you go, folks, no federal ban. Kennedy supports raising taxes on Americans. 2019, he tweeted an article defending AOC. There she is again, her 70% top tax rate. 2020, Kennedy says the very wealthy people ought to be paying more in taxes and corporations. And as far as the Supreme Court ruling that struck down Biden's student debt bailout, RFK Jr. called it unfortunate. So this is some talking points that uh, you know we have a website prolifevote.com, our organization's uh, political website prolifevote.com. Check it out. We'll put those uh, up there, and uh, you can download them for use among whatever friends, uh, acquaintances, co-workers, fellow believers you think might need to see that. And. Uh, Let's pray. Let's pray for for wisdom for our our fellow citizens. Uh, Lord, we we turn to you in the midst of this presidential race and uh, Lord God, we want to pray here tonight especially for independent voters who might be swayed one way or the other, who aren't necessarily fully committed to either R or D, but might give a a thought or two to, to RFK Jr. Lord God, if they are if they are opposed to the agenda of the radical left Democrats, then help them to see the kinds of things that we have brought to light here, the kinds of track records, statements, and, and endorsements and uh, activities of RFK Jr. Lord, give, give wisdom to your, to your people. May we help inform one another. May we help spread accurate information about the stances that these candidates take and may we not allow them to disguise themselves with labels or in other ways that would lead people to think that they are somewhere that they are not or that they believe certain things that they do not or that they are better for America than they would actually be. Father, send from yourself and from your Son Send the Holy Spirit upon your people, upon your church, upon America, upon the voters, and make us wise. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Another thing we have to be wise about is abortion, uh, friends, and I want to focus for a moment on uh, Ohio. There is a vote taking place there right now as we speak and we'll continue through this year's election day, which is November 7th, on something called issue one. It's bad, it's gotta be rejected. You know someone in Ohio, you're in Ohio yourself, you wanna vote no on issue one, because it would impose on the Ohio Constitution unlimited abortion. I've spoken a little bit about this Already, I just want to bring you uh, up to date on it a little bit. You know, it's, uh, it's not only about unlimited abortion, which neither Ohio nor the American people have ever bought into. It's nowhere. A right to abortion is nowhere in our federal constitution, as the Supreme Court recently ruled. And in making that ruling, they pointed out it's nowhere in the history of our state constitutions either. At no time, up until the time of Roe v. Wade 50 years ago, did any claim get made that abortion is a constitutional right, and yet now we see after the abortion people fail to keep it in our federal constitutional interpretation they want to actually actually put it explicitly into the state constitutions and this is like coming from where where in the history of these constitutions where in the interpretation of their meaning when in past court decisions or even scholarly articles was it said that the ohio constitution or the florida constitution or the michigan or california or vermont constitutions have a right to abortion where where in the world was this ever said it wasn't this is something being imposed and you know the the problem with imposing these things on the constitutional level is that that's the norm for all laws and court decisions so It's like we say to the other side that wants, again, out of step completely with where the American people are at, the other side who wants unlimited abortion, why don't you just introduce a bill? Of course, the reason they won't introduce a bill in Ohio is that they would lose in that process. Where there are debates and there are hearings and there are amendments and there's lobbying and people can go in and meet with their legislators and people can be asked questions on that on that in those hearings and counter questions and you gotta face what it is that you're voting on, whereas these amendments like this it's like soundbite voting. It's like, do people really understand? You know, the other side uses this slick advertising and they say, oh, well, this is, uh, you know, it's for your reproductive health, reproductive rights. Well, who wants to oppose reproductive rights or reproductive health or emergency medical care for that matter? But no, this is a matter of putting in the Constitution a right to unlimited abortion. And what that the problem with that is that then... The people of Ohio who have already spoken their will through their elected representatives, they've passed a heartbeat bill. They've passed a bill in Ohio that says as soon as you can detect the heartbeat of a child in the womb, protect that child. It's not extreme to want to protect children. So we already know where the people of Ohio are. And so what the pro-abortion people are trying to do is come in and cut the ground out from under the already expressed will of the people And say, oh, no, our Constitution doesn't allow you to protect these babies. Think about that for a moment. Our Constitution does not allow you to protect these babies, even from a late-term abortion. Babies who can survive outside the womb. Babies who are healthy. Now, if we defeat Issue 1, and that's what we have to do is vote no on Issue 1. Tell everybody you know in Ohio right away um, and get them out to vote early. Voting is going on now as we speak. If we say no to issue one, that doesn't take away the opportunity for the pro-abortion side to introduce whatever bill they want to introduce to expand, quote-unquote, abortion rights. They could still use the legislative process. But it also gives pro-life people the opportunity not only to use the legislative process going forward, but to protect the work that they've already done in implementing the will of the people of Ohio that says, Hey, you know what? We don't think it's a bad idea to protect babies. Now, this amendment issue one goes a lot farther too. it destroys parental rights when it comes to abortion. Even people who are pro-choice, they say, Hey, if my minor age daughter wants to get an abortion, I want I want to know about it. I want to have some say here. I want to be able to guide her. Uh, This amendment would take away parental rights and it talks about reproductive decisions in an unlimited way so you're talking also here about transgender surgeries that a that a a child would be able to get these things in other words it's putting in the again in the constitution it's not even a bill that can be amended or voted away later or changed talking about something in the constitution the standard for all future ohio law saying and passed, for that matter, if a law is challenged in court, the court's got to follow the Constitution, saying that if a child wants transgender surgery, go be my guest, it would be unconstitutional in Ohio for that child's parent to intervene and stop that. It's so extreme. I wanted to show you two quick things. The, U- the Senate in Ohio, the Senate, passed a resolution recently To oppose issue one, to oppose this proposed constitutional amendment, it would deform the Ohio Constitution. It would make it into a moral tragedy and travesty. So the Senate issued a beautiful statement um, here opposing constitutional amendment one. And here we have a statement from Black faith and community leaders across Ohio. A statement strongly urging everyone to vote no on issue one. And now is election day. The voting is taking place already. Don't just think of November 7th as election day. Now is election day. And it continues on through November 7th. Um, to have black faith leaders speaking up, that is a matter of, uh, of significant importance. We have a special web page, endabortionohio.us, endabortionohio.us, that I want to encourage you to go to. You can see the wording of this extreme amendment. You can see all kinds of other information about it. And you can urge your fellow citizens in Ohio to vote no, a strong no, on this issue immediately. And thank you for doing that. It's part of Saving America, friends. part of praying for America. And let's go back into prayer. Father, we ask you for the, the grace, the wisdom, the strength to defend life. Lord, if we can't defend life, what are we doing? If we can't defend the most basic right even of a baby to exist, what other rights are we going to defend? Where is our caring, where is our compassion, where is our welcome? Where is the greatness of America? Where is the self-evident truth that we are endowed with the right to life from our Creator, quoting the words of of our declaration and that governments exist to secure these rights? Our declaration mentions the right to life. Father, give us wisdom when it comes to this. May we not be afraid of speaking up for life, May our fellow citizens understand it is not extreme to want to protect children. May issue one in Ohio be defeated. May it be stopped. Lord, give your people wisdom and let them open their mouths in defense of life and of freedom, the freedom of the people to set policy, not have their constitutions distorted by a fake right to kill babies. And we pray now in the words that Jesus taught us, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Important things here tonight, friends, follow me on social media at Frank Pavone. Let other people know about praying for America. We've got to get prayer power into this election. We've got to get prayer power into these news cycles, and you know the importance of that as well as I do. So let's keep moving forward together confidently and strongly, and I will talk to you again tomorrow. This has been the End Abortion Podcast.